But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Welcome to another edition of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik, and I'm joined by Veto and Becky, a.k.a. Giftmaster Bex. We don't have Antonio with us today. He's uh, taking some time off to handle some family business. He's in our prayers, and we wish him the best until he returns. So we got another exciting episode in for you guys. Today, we're going to go over our reaction to the World of the Worlds 2 trailer that just dropped sometime this week. Let's get into that now. Let me pull it up now. Let me scroll to it now. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second, I'm still looking for it. Okay, so first, let's go over this format, War of the Worlds 2. How shocked would you guys that the challenge decided to run things back to back? It's, it's, it's very rare. I think they're doing it to really capitalize on the ratings. They've had really fantastic, you know, reviews and, you know, a lot of draw to the show. And that's how kind of it works. You know, it's, it's really getting in those ratings now. You got to pump them out while you still have them. I'm not surprised by this at all, just because you saw a big UK alliance last season, and then the UK takes their reality TV very seriously, so they'd be dumb to not capitalize on this opportunity to showcase the UK versus the US. I 100% agree with you guys. The UK was definitely the stars of last season. To not do this would be dumb. I'm also really happy that they decided to remove it from the desert that we've been seeing so often these past couple of seasons and move it back to the jungle. They're going back to Phuket, Thailand. Uh, is, yeah, so it's definitely nice to see that that lush, that green. I think it's a good change up. Uh, I'm really glad they brought Turbo back. Now, we've heard Kara say a couple of times that she really wants a team format because it would be nice to not be the most important person in the group or the alliance and to kind of just be a cog in a machine. How do you guys feel about the team format making its return? Was this the proper place? It's about time. To bring back teams? It's about time. When was the last time we've seen a big one, a, a, a big team Cut challenge? Cutthroat, I think. Yeah, I think so. Big ones like that. Yeah, I mean, Invasion was technically two teams, but it didn't it go individual afterwards? Yeah, it was stupid. It was like there was a winning team, but you were a winner within the team. So yeah, that's or you were just earning money for your bank account if you won certain challenges, I think. Right, right, right. So it didn't really count. Like the underdogs won technically overall because they had more money and then Ashley was the winner, but CT won, but he wasn't on the winning team. So kind of confusing. All right. So we definitely have a great cast split up between American Challengers and the New Age Britain wave. Let's get into the cast now. So for the War of the Worlds 2, US, we got Ashley, Cara, Faith, Johnny, Jordan, Josh, Cam, Laurel, Leroy, Nani, Paulie, Tori, Wes, and Zach. A great fucking cast. We're going to break down these guys one by one. But let me ask you guys, do y'all feel that anybody is missing? Like, do you guys feel like there's challengers out there that should be here more than some of the challengers that we have here? Like, I'm pretty sure we are, we are all fine without having Faith, Josh, or Zach here. I think you get the fuck up out of here, to be honest. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Zach, but he is a contender when he's around and he actually wants to play. It's more of a question of when he actually wants to be there. You know what I mean? 
Zach won one challenge. But he's been runner up. That's it. And he's been third place. He doesn't do shit. Listen, nobody, I mean, I don't dislike Faith, but come on, no, nobody's tuning in to see I Faith. mean, what girl would nobody's you rather have, in? though? If you could replace Faith, who would you have? Female. A female replacement? Yes. Fucking anybody. I'm asking you, you can Malik, go in. which female would you like? I mean, for females, I mean, where the fuck is Maddie? She was in the final. She is on Floribama, or how do you say Floribama? Floribama. Floribama. Okay, I don't watch that shit. But yeah, she's on that. She got casted on that. I'm asking She should have came to the challenge. <laughs> so that's- Over Faith? Yes, I'd rather have a fucking grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> I mean, Faith comes through, gets <laughs> and losing eliminations. We could have done without her. Zach? Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't even know why he keeps coming. What guy would you replace him with, though? Derek? That is a good question. Well, yeah, Derek is always... Daddy He's always great to watch. Darrell, or even Mark Long. Mark Long is begging to come back. He doesn't want to be That'd be great. He doesn't want to go back. Nope. Still always great to watch. But also, where's Corey? He's busy being a is dad. Popcorn muscles? He ain't going to do shit anyway. What is he doing there? I believe he came in second once. Let's get TYB back together. <sighs> no. No. Right? What about Nelson? The boys who don't know how to play soccer, who suck at literally everything. No, thank you. All right. Who would you ladies replace them with? One guy and one female to replace uh, Zach, Faith, or um, Josh. I mean, I would love to see Emily Shrome come back into stuff. I know she's really not wanting to. Um, otherwise, other people have shown interest, like Kendall, for coming back. So I don't know why they're not pulling from the older veterans. I fucking love Kendall. I would love to see her back. See, I feel like one of these situations where they had teams, it would have been cool to see somebody who, like, doesn't do too well by themselves, like Anissa. Oh, I think she was supposed to be on this season. I think she might have backed out. But, yeah, Anissa. But it would have been cool for her. Like, this was this is, like, tailor-made. It's team. Like, she could have she could have been a great asset to this team, especially because the females, they're pretty stacked, but Anissa's not as bad as a lot of people take her for. I really do miss having Anissa on the challenge, even though she gets on my nerves. I love her. She's she's a great competitor and she's got a lot of heart. Yeah, so I feel like this would have been a good one for her just because, you know, it's a team-based one. So she could have flew under the radar for quite a bit of time. Um, but we haven't seen a lot of people in a couple of seasons, like Brittany. Anissa would have been a great addition. Yeah. Even though she's not the beast that she once was. Well, I had said But she's that, always fun to watch. Yeah, and this team format, she really could have benefited because she always has an interesting political game. So she could have probably rode to the middle-ish but she's good at TV. I like her. And what about Jenna? Where the hell is Jenna? It looked like she went to a wedding or something. So maybe she declined. <laughs> I mean, she might have declined. But you're going to go to a wedding instead of coming to the challenge? I think it was her brother. I, I just know what I think I saw on Instagram. So don't quote me on that. Where was Kayla? Yeah, why didn't she get casted? I don't know. Kayla would have been great to be on the show. It's been a while. We haven't seen her since Final Reckoning where she got the early bounce. And actually, now that we brought up Kayla... Where's Melissa? Melissa would have been great for Team oh. UK. Let's get into the U.S. challenges. Up first, we have Ashley Mitchell. She came back last season, got bounced the fuck out very fucking early. But I think the whole thing between her and Hunter has been put to bed. Not if you're Hunter, because you're probably still fucking mad about that. What do you guys expect of her this season during War of the Worlds 2? Drama, freakouts, crying. I'm excited to see her not with the Lavender Losers. None of them are casted Me aside too. from her, but I always liked her when she was by herself. And same with Amanda. I just don't like them together. I always felt some kind of way because I remember her real world episode where she told Corey that her family could buy his family. I did see that, yeah. This is on the top of the list. You probably, uh, uh, <laughs> this is on the top of the list of things you shouldn't say to black people. But 
I digress. She, uh, when nobody was looking, she won two of these motherfucking things. But it doesn't look like Hunter's going to be a problem for her. Uh, what I expect out of her is I expect a epic temper tantrum <laughs> and a early exit. I definitely see her causing a lot of drama, maybe hooking up. I think that the reason why she wasn't on the other season because she was with somebody. But I don't know if she's still currently with that person. So maybe she's back to her old politicking ways. No one knows. And uh, I mean, she's always been a good competitor. So you can't take that away from her. I mean, she's one for a reason. I may not be the biggest fan of her, but I think that's mostly to do when she's with that whole group. Uh, the same way that Vero, Vero pointed out that when she's with the Lavender ladies, she is, I can't stand to watch her. But alone, I actually do enjoy her. Up next, we got Cora Maria. Now, she had a very disappointing exit last season, but she's back again for her 14th challenge. Um, what do you guys expect out of her? What do you guys think that she'll be able to bring this season? Hopefully a win. <laughs> Shit, it's hard, you know. I mean, I know it's hard getting there to the final, but she's done it how many seasons now? It's hard to get there. I mean, and, you know, last season I, I wanted her to win. She got to the end, you know, unfortunately got fucked by some math. So I hope this time... She she does it. She pulls through with the W. I think that Kara always brings a lot of energy and a lot of heat. And I think that she really wants it, especially having Polly there. I think she's really good. We're going to see the same thing we saw on the original War of the Worlds, which is a lot of daily wins. Her confidence is going to be high. I'm really excited to see how she plays it this season. And I really hope she comes back with a win. I think what to expect from her this season, what I hope to expect is I hope to see her in less of this outsider role and less of this, it's me versus them. And I got to prove to these bitches. What I'm hoping to see is some leadership. What I'm hoping to see is her showcasing her seniority. Bitches, I've been here for a while. I've been doing this and I stay in finals. Shut the fuck up and listen to me and I'll take you far. I expect her to give a little bit more of a fuck. I expect her to hone on her politics. And she got Paulie right by the side, and Paulie is game too. So what I expect is I expect to fully see Carver Maria as truly the female Johnny Bananas. The only thing in her way that may be in her way is Laurel, who's probably the only person who has the ability to defeat her in an elimination. Is it likely? Probably not. Laurel has been off for a couple of years, and Carver has only been working hard and getting better every season. Uh, all right. Next up is Faith. Why? Who? You know what? I think you said it right there. Let's move on to the next person. <laughs> Johnny fucking Bananas. Yes! Johnny Bananas. It's been a while since he won one. It's been a long while. There's some hope in this team format. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> Take the fucking wheel, please. <laughs> Yo, I 100% agree. We got to see... Jo Johnny has to get a win soon. Because, let's be honest. He's getting old. He probably... He is. And, and, these, and, and this, this new crop coming up is only getting younger and stronger. You see people like fucking, fucking Joss and Rogan. And so he probably only has one more win in him. Yeah, yeah I, I want him to get it. He got to get it. And you know what? We need Bananas to get back to the Bananas of old. He needs to become likable. He needs to stop thinking he's above the challenge and start playing politics again. He needs to take a page out of Westbrook. Um, uh, yeah, out of <laughs> Westbrook. <laughs> He needs to take no. a page out of Westbrook. Makes me sick. He, 
Yes, he needs to trade in and he needs to get some power. Oh, I'm the because best. Because when he doesn't, I'm the best at everything. Yes, oh he's God. the best. And guess what? Everybody knows he's the best. So what no, is everybody doing? I don't. Bouncing his ass the fuck out as soon as humanly possible. Why would you keep the best around? If you're playing a pickup game with Michael fucking Jordan <laughs> and you got a chance to trip him and take him out of the game, hey, shit happens. Get him out. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody knows that if Johnny gets to a final, he's going to win. Yeah, so I hope with this team format that he has the opportunity to get that win because it's not individual, so hopefully he can make a few alliances that'll take care of him. The only problem is is a lot of people on his team are not fans of his. He doesn't have a whole heck of a lot of strong allies. I mean, yes, and you know, Jordan and him are cool. Zach and him are like on the rocks. As of that, other Zach than Leroy. Zach and him are going to be friends, though, because Zach doesn't have too many friends himself. No, Zach's so. kind of fucked over himself over many, many, many yeah, times. Yeah, so I feel like him and Banana, it's kind of, it, they'll probably come together because they both don't have anybody. Yeah, but that's two Leroy, against all these people. That's Leroy back with Cam. I mean, Cam will protect him. I mean, depending on what day it is, Cara, Maria, and him get along sometimes. Depends on the day. I mean, if Johnny... Him and Ashley are can, tight sometimes. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I could think of is Johnny finally putting his pride aside and trying to become allies with these people. Like Malik said, he needs to start being friends and being more likable because he, especially in this format, it can't be Johnny versus the world. Yeah. There's no excuse because there, there's Johnny's not alone. He's with this group. So at this point, he's got to, he's got to step up to the, to, to the plate and really kind of kick it into gear. And then we have Jordan. Oh, I know. God. I I understand Jordan has a great record, but his attitude is just, oh, my God. I hope that now that he has a girlfriend who is also casted, that maybe he'll behave and be likable. But who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Listen. This is what it is about Jordan. Jordan was born with a deformity in his hand. He overcomes that deformity by overcompensating and doing his best when it comes down to these physical feats. He does a great job. He has a chip on his shoulder, and he ain't afraid to show it. And he works twice as hard as anybody else to achieve the things that he does have. Now, normally, this would be a very inspirational story, except for the fact that he is such a fucking asshole. I know. Him, such an asshole. He is so... You think Bananas is unlikable? I mean, God. And, and the worst thing about it is, he's good. Naturally, you will want to root for him naturally, but common sense. Once you once he opens his fucking mouth, it's like why? And because of that, yo, I can't fuck with Jordan. This is the same guy who told Cara Maria nobody wants to run a final with you. <laughs> and top right? of that, he also said she looked like a man, and then also told Jemmy that she had a Down syndrome face. Yeah, that was the most extreme thing I ever heard. I was like, that Whoa. was. Oh wait, 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 wait. Did he also call Naya the N word? He did. That's what somebody I said. I think he called but her a I didn't porch see monkey. It. Yeah, something like porch monkey, something. Yeah, he oh. apparently walked behind her making monkey noises and telling, calling her a porch monkey. From what I Ew. heard, I didn't watch that season. I don't put it past him at all because he was and is and can be very ignorant. Yeah, that's not cool. Let's move on. All right, so up next, we got Josh. Josh is a huge fan of, fan of the challenge, which is probably the only reason why he's back. He's not exactly a fan favorite. Uh, he definitely went a lot further than people thought that he was going to go. Shockingly. I mean, I was fucking amazed that he went that far. 
I was amazed that Amanda was finally carrying somebody else besides <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> well, you know, they probably they probably wanted to keep him because they got rid of, except for Polly, everybody else that was from Big Brother. So probably wanted to, but they probably wanted to keep that that who, Big Brother. I mean, who else? Uh, who else? Well, there was I mean, Davon. There was Natalie. Yeah, there, yeah, exactly. Davon, Natalie, and Jose. Now, Natalie actually got to sniff a final. <laughs> just a little taste. Which was cool. Which, it, you know, it was cool. I'm just saying she they wanted came to back. Keep, I would have been okay with that. They wanted to keep some pe- big brother people, like, appearing on the show. No, no, not really. I mean, Paul, I mean, when it comes to big brother and the challenge, it begins and ends with Paulie. That's it. I mean, I'm not going to. It was all about Victor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> who, who the fuck is Victor? <laughs> Uh, do you really not know who Victor is, or are you just being funny? I don't watch Big Brother. He was, no, but he was season. on, like, Vendettas. What, four episodes of Vendettas. What did he do in Vendettas again? Nothing. He did nothing. He? he lost nothing. to Brad. Nothing. Yeah, he lost to Brad. No- he gave Brad a win. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Up next, we got Cam. Cam has been solid as fuck. She's been doing a great job. She just keeps falling short. She has a great political game. She does well in dailies. She does well in eliminations, but can't really seem to break the mid-tier, which is better than a lot of other people. What does Cam got to do this year to finally break out of the shell and get her ass into a final? Avoid purges. Again. <laughs> Avoid purges. <laughs> like the <smart>. plague. <laughs> really, she just has to keep doing what she's doing. She just hasn't had good luck, but... You know, she showed that she can compete and she showed that she has good politics. It's just, you know, she's always coming up short. So hopefully this season she won't. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. Laurel. Laurel finally makes a, her longer way to return. Hasn't been back since Invasion. Since she's been gone, Cara Maria has really has really glown up. How do you think she's going to come in? She's going to come in hot? Do you think there's going to be an issue between her and Cara? They really haven't been on speaking terms. And for the first time in a couple of years, they're going to be face-to-face, and they're on the same team. How do you guys think that's going to play out? So, well, no, I, I'm going to tell you that Laurel lives in extremes. She loves Kara. She hates Kara. There's no in-between. I'm really hoping that they can kind of come together and kind of put aside their differences because they are both beasts. Laurel is a beast. Kara is a beast. Putting them together is really a dream team. And we saw how well they work together on rivals so if and Kara wasn't in peak form right now she's in peak form so i think that if they can get it together it's going to be amazing i absolutely 100 percent agree with you veto it could be hit or miss when they see each other um you know laurel has her drama with a lot of different people so i don't know if carmaria would even be her top problem yeah and then jordan's girlfriend's gonna be there so that'll be awkward she had beef with leroy she has this whole Carmaria thing, and then Polly's there, and, you know, that's his girlfriend, so I'm sure that's kind of just, like, underlying beef in itself. So who knows where Laurel's going to lie. Laurel's also had made a lot of mean comments towards Polly on Twitter, so. Absolutely, absolutely. I think Laurel's going to come in. I think she's going to be the same Laurel that we've always seen, and I don't think she's, uh, in reality, as much of a beast as she is, I think her personality is going to... Um, I think her personality is going to push a lot of people off in the wrong direction, and I probably can't see her staying for a long time. But let's move on. All right, up next is Leroy. Now, I fucks with Leroy. My man, Leroy, still fucking Garrett. Um, Definitely a big fan. Love him every season. But to be honest, he has been struggling to break out of the mid-card. 
He has been struggling to get to a final. He has been, you know, just struggling. He's great, great to watch, but we, but we could always expect him to make his exit around episode seven, episode <laughs> eight. And he never quite gets it done. Um, and he's been doing this for a while, and I would love to see him get one. What do you guys think is holding Leroy back? Lack of politics. Well, you know, the ladies like him pretty much, but they're also not afraid to throw him in. I think he can use a little bit of fear. I think, I think Leroy has to spaz out and just <laughs> like mid-season. Like, no, the, the problem with Leroy is everybody likes him and no one fears him. I think the end of the day, he's not, he is a mid-card competitor. He's not a beast. He doesn't win a lot of comps. He always ends up either in the middle or right before like the last place person. So people know he is a weaker player. So at the end of the day, especially when it comes to dailies, eliminations, I don't see Leroy really pulling out these W's and winning these things to make people see him as a threat or see him as not only that, but an asset to have on their side. So why would I want to align myself with someone who can't win? If you can't win, you can't protect me. So why am I going to be protecting you? Next up is Nani Gonzalez. She's coming in on her eighth season. We got to see her last season on War of the Worlds where she got completely fucking smoked <laughs> by Georgia in the elimination. She did have a long layoff, and now she's back. Finally proved that she's still able to compete. Now, that's what a lot of people think. I think she's come because it's going to be a cool little vacation. She'll fuck around for five episodes before somebody bounces her the fuck out. What is keeping Nani from making a final this season? Really, she's in it for the vacation. She's in it for the fun. Um, she's there and she competes, but it's you could just tell from watching her like she's not trying to win. Like she's just along for the ride, and I feel like she needs to change her attitude. She wants. She needs to want it. It doesn't seem like she ever comes in like really prepared. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I've noticed over the years like she just shows up. I think ever since like free agents, I haven't really and, and free agents. She came. Close. Yeah, she came really close. I think it was only a well. I we're not allowed to speak about it because we were watching it, but. You know, she was pretty dedicated at one point. She seemed like she was, like, really in it to win it. And then ever since free agents, she just shows up. I think Nani has a tendency to rely on the veteran respect um, and feel like she can be protected in a lot of ways. I think she's a strong competitor when she puts her actual heart into things. And I think she does want to win. But I don't think she really wants to put the effort to win. I think she kind of just wants to get taken to the final in a lot of ways. I definitely feel you. I think that's a fair assessment. Let's go ahead and move on to my dude, Pauly Califiori. Now, I'm a big fan. I like Pauly. He talks a lot of shit. He's not afraid to back it up. Speaks his mind. Now, he got dragged, rightfully so, when the whole thing with Carter and Danielle came up. But ever since then, he seems pretty dedicated to her, dedicated to the challenge, uh, it seems like he's given 110%. He's not afraid to go after the people who's been here for a while. Uh, he doesn't show any fucking fear. I think anything out, but this is only his third season. So I think anything outside of him being in the final would be a disappointment. But all reality, I would definitely put him and some of the top three guys on the U.S. team. I think I would put him up there right there with uh, Bananas and Wes. Zach, fuck out of here. Leroy, fuck out of here. The only other person that that would be competing for a spot would be Jordan, and that's because he won to. But Jordan's also had a long layoff. What do you guys think Paulie has to do to finally get that first challenge win? 
I think Polly already is doing everything he has to do in a lot of ways. He's competing. He's showing what an asset he is, especially in this team format. I think a lot of people are going to look at him as a leader because he does take that role in a lot of ways. I see him. He just needs to push through. It's so close. And a lot of times, it like on Final Reckoning, he was held back. It was honestly Natalie's fault that he lost because of the whole situation that happened with that. But other than that, I think that he has everything and just, again, avoid purges and, you know, don't get too cocky and just keep doing what he does. He just has to lay low just a little bit. I feel like he uh, he always is in the mix and doing all kinds of extra shit. He just got to lay low. And I think he, you know, like like Becky said, like he made it to the final... I don't think the loss was really his fault. I mean, he shouldn't have left his partner, but that's also her fault too. You know, last season just fell short because he couldn't climb up the rope or the net or whatever you want to call it. But I don't think anything was wrong with his game. Really, he was in the power position most of the game. So I think that he'll be able to do it again this season. I 100% agree with y'all. Paulie has to make sure he doesn't make a lot of enemies. Rock the boat. His performance and politics will carry him to a final. And then it's going to be on him to sail the deal. All reality, when it comes to power couples, is really comes between him and Kara and Jordan and Tori. Speaking of Tori, that is our next U.S. competitor, Tori Dale. Now, she's coming in on her third season. So, Tori came in with a bang. Uh, she definitely has it physically. Probably could work a little bit more on her political game. But her and Jordan has been in a relationship, even though we haven't seen her for two seasons. How do you guys think Tori is going to do this season? I think she'll do good. Um, she also has her boyfriend, so that's like a comfort that she's walking into the house with. As long as she's not annoying, <laughs> then I think she'll be good. Yeah, no fucking chance in hell. I Becky. Know. I think Tori always comes in super confident, um, and it's going to be really helpful to have Jordan, who's also a really strong competitor and will protect her in a lot of ways to... I think it's really going to help boost her confidence. And she's really great. She's honestly a good competitor. She's great at eliminations. I really see her going far this season. I definitely feel you. She is a good competitor. She can hold her own in eliminations. And now she has a boyfriend who's a two-times champ who can help carry her. All reality for Tori, anything less than making a final would be a disappointment. Let's go ahead and move on. Wes motherfucking Bergman, America's favorite ginger. Now, this motherfucker is coming in for his 12th challenge. He already has two challenge wins. He is routinely seen in the later part of a season or making a final. Wes just fell short of his own performance last season, and that's mainly because he's going against people like Turbo and Olympians like Theo. What does Wes got to do to close it out this year? He's got to fucking chill out. How so? Because I, I think his political game was, was <laughs> masterful last season. Did you forget all those UK people were mad at him last season? And so what? He still made a final. But they're all, all those UK now? people. Yeah, they're back, but all those you, all those UK people was mad at him. What did he do? He sent their ass to fuck home and smiled in their face while he did they're it. They're back now, so hopefully uh, they have amnesia and they forgot what happened because they're going to come right for him. I mean, I think Wes always plays a really powerful political game. I think Wes is really good at asking for forgiveness, and I think that he will be able to manipulate people into forgetting the bad things that he did. And kind of seeing what positive things he did and wanting him to do that for them. So I want to say that I think Wes can get far if he uses that political game to his advantage. And really kind of pu pushes that out this season more 
than he did last season, which is going to be hard because his political game last season was incredible. Yes, I think we need to see. I mean, oh, God, Wes, Johnny, Paulie, all on the same team. Jesus Christ, these guys better win. All right, and last but not least, for Team U.S., we got Zach Nichols. Zach Nichols, he's back. Uh, I mean, why? I I really don't know. I mean, you could have bought. I mean, you could have bought a fucking puck for all I care. <laughs> the I mean, crybaby's back. I, I just really don't know which Zach we're gonna get. Which Zach is gonna show up? The one who wants to be there and kick some fucking ass, or the Zach who's perfectly fine with getting bounced out in episode three? Um, Zach, even though he has a challenge win under his belt on the team format, but. Really, I'm not expecting too much of him. I expect him to be a role player for a little bit. And when it comes, and, and I don't know how the voting is going to go, but when it comes down to Team US to start clipping people, Zach is going to be on the top of the list. Uh, he claims that he didn't have an alliance with, with Wes, so why would Wes protect him? Johnny's done with him, and Johnny comes with a couple of people on the side. So I won't expect much out of Zach. Uh, four or five episodes, max. <laughs> oh, you know what? While we're here, you know who else they could have brought in? Devin. Or Nelson. I mean, what is Nelson doing? Hey, Jim. See, he's another, he's another back. one. I like him by himself. Like, I don't like him. Just like Ashley. I don't like them when they have their cliques. Like, they're exactly. super cool by themselves. Like, I would actually root for him. Like, on Dirty 30, like, you know, he kind of was like Team Young Buck, but kind of wasn't at the same time. And he was no, like, no, no, no. 100%. 100%. When it comes to TYB, all three members are cool by themselves. Yeah. I, I, guess, I guess Joss is technically a member of, of, of TYB. But they're all cool by themselves. You put them all together, it's just like, yo, fuck these yeah, guys. Yeah, exactly. Same with the lavender ladies. I'm like, they're so stupid. I, I want to say that about the lavender ladies. Lavender ladies is um, Ashley, um, Amanda, Sylvia. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to say that about the lavender ladies. Uh, you get Sylvia to fuck up out of here. You can definitely get Shane to fuck up yeah. out of here. Shane, Shane is the biggest flop in challenge <laughs> history, right behind Big Easy. And these are facts, not my opinion. That wraps up Team US. Let's go ahead and move on to Team UK. Uh, this is going to be interesting because Team UK is going to have a lot of rookies, and some of them we're not familiar with. Not only are we not familiar with the actual challenger, I'm not familiar with the fucking show they come from. So let's start off first. Uh, Esther Falana. Uh, she's a rookie. It's a she, right? Esther, Esther, okay, yeah. Um... She's a rookie coming in from BK Chat LDN. So apparently it's some form of online reality show. I guess that technically makes her a YouTuber. Let's move on to our next one. Georgia Harrison. Now this is going to be her second season. She's coming from Love Island. She came out with a bang last season. Even made her way all the way to a final. She had the relationship with Stephen Bear that eventually soured around episode uh, six or seven. When he got exposed, he still had a girlfriend. What are you guys expecting out of Georgia this season? Georgia did a great job. She didn't do well in the final. Um, she was medically disqualified. What are we expecting out of Georgia this season? For her to drink more water. <laughs> I think she's learned her lesson. I think that the first season and always, especially making it to a final, she, you really learn what you need to do. So I'm hoping that she takes all the lessons that she learned from her previous season and really applies them here because she's a beast. And if she really does that, she's going to be winning these challenges. She's going to, she's going to be a champion very soon. As long as she uses that. I think she's going to do pretty well. Again, she has that strong alliance with the 
the couple people from last season. I don't know what her relationship is with the new members of the UK, but I know that just the core of that, she's probably going to be in pretty good shape. Cool. Moving on, we have Idris Virgo. This person is going to be a rookie. Uh, also, another Love Island alumni. Don't know much about this one. Apparently, so apparently he made a very early exit on Love Island. I don't think we're really expecting much out of the, uh, I don't think we're really expecting much out of the rookie UK members. So let's go ahead and move on to Jennifer West. Also, a rookie coming in from a UK show called Survival of the Fittest. So Jennifer is coming in for Survival of the Fittest where she was on the female team and she was one of the members that won. So we got another champ coming in. What do you guys expect out of her this season? Well, I've never seen the show, so I'm not sure how difficult it was. But just for you to win anything, you have some kind of skills. So let's see what she can do, I guess. I mean, I mean, from what it is, it sounds like a girls versus guys situation. So she was on an all-female team that beat guys. So I'm thinking that maybe at least she'll have some physical prowess. Couldn't always have been trivia. So I think that we should expect big things if she's already a champ and she's been doing competitions. Obviously, it probably has to be related to, to be able to do guy versus girls. But hey, I'm all for the girl power beating the dudes. All right. Up next, we got Josh Mooney. He's coming in on his third challenge. He's from X on the Beach. Now, we all seen him a couple of times. He's mostly well known for dragging Derek Kaczynski during pole wrestle. Ring wrestle, isn't it? I don't know what it's called. Whatever, it's, it's, it's all pole wrestle, our version of. Now, we haven't seen him since Final Reckoning, where apparently Banana said, who put a fucking nickel in him? He was teamed with Sylvia. They did really good and made it all the way to the final. What is Josh going to have to do to get a win this season? I think same as Cam. They just got to keep doing what they're doing and hope that this time they can pull the W instead of making it to the very end and being cut short. I think at the end of the day, Josh was robbed. He really should have won that season. Um, what? How? With all the grenades that they got thrown at them. Shouldn't have been such a fucking prick then. Shouldn't. I don't think it was because he was a prick. I think it's because he's a contender. And they knew he was winning. Well, he should have won some grenades and he would have been fine. But he didn't. And those grenades got tossed his way. He made a deal with Paulie and Natalie. He believed Paulie when he swore on his family. And he got screwed because of it. He should have never taken the deal. The fact that he took a deal and agreed to those terms is why his ass got washed up. Well, I don't care. I still believe that he was robbed. I think that he did a really good job that season. And I think that uh, Beto is right. All he has to do is keep doing what he's doing. He's very, he's, he's very athletic. He wins competitions. He, he can win this. All right, so up next, we got Kaylee Morris. She's coming in for a third season. Last time we seen her was on Vendettas and Final Reckoning. She made an exit after all her shit got thrown off by the mean girls, consisting of Jemmy, Brittany, and Kayla. She's back in the game to prove that she still has it. What do you guys think Kaylee's going to have to do to make this season a success? All reality, uh, I like Kaylee a lot. Uh, I'm not really expecting much out of her. I think if she makes it halfway through the season, that's a win. I think Kaylee, if she puts in a little bit more effort, um, she's obviously, I've been seeing her doing more videos about her working out, getting physically strong. I think that if she, the big thing is that she has a tendency to freak out under pressure. She doesn't know how to keep calm. So she really needs to calm her nerves to be able to win overall eliminations, dailies, um, and to complete the tasks as needed. 
I think as long as she takes the competition a little bit more seriously, I think she's kind of like Nani, where she's just along for the ride. Great commentary and a lot of friendships, but not really like the competitive edge that we would like to see. So I think as long as she comes back with that competitive attitude, I think that she could do well. Speaking of attitude, our next UK guest is going to be Kyle Christie. Now, Kyle is coming in for his fourth challenge. He's coming out of Jody Shore, and this guy has made a splash. When he first came in, he started hooking up with Carver Maria. Next season, ghosted. Carver started dating Paulie, and the love triangle, it's not really a love triangle, but the animosity between this group has come to rule the challenge storylines ever since its inception, much to the chagrin of a lot of challenge fans and stands and casuals. Kyle has been shown to be a hell of a competitor. What does he have to do to make this season a success? <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Keep his dick in his pants. Is that it? Just keep his dick in the pants? I feel like he has most of the drama just because of hookup situations. So That's a good point. As long as he doesn't do that this season, he might be able to fly under the radar and actually be seen like as a good competitor. That's a good point. He is coming to the house with three bodies. Yes. We got Ashley, we got Faith, and we got Kara. And two of them are challenge champs. So he better make nice and get carried or he's going to get fucked up and fucked up early. All reality, he's already made a final and he was carried. So let's see how he does standing on his own. Let's see if he can make peace with Paulie, Kara, Ashley, and Faith and get his ass into a final. Anything less than a final is a failure for him. I Ladies, mean, I, basically. I think Kyle can be a really good competitor. It's just, again, a lot of pride and... I think that he he is too focused on the drama. He's too focused on being the guy that kind of stirs the pot TV time. I think he just needs to refocus and focus on these challenges and get this shit done. And basically stop being a tool bag and uh, keep his penis in his pants. I think that one of the weaknesses that he may have created for himself is that he's really tight with the U.S. boys. And he's now on the U.K. team where he, we saw that he was pretty much... Um, not included in that UK alliance last season. So we'll have to see where he fits in or if he can fit in. That's a very good observation. Last season, he was not teamed up with the, with the UK. You can see him palling around with Zach and Johnny Bananas. I actually think that this season, that will work in his advantage because we don't really know how the voting format is going to go. We don't know if it's the same team voting the weakest player by consensus or is the other team picking the opponent. But if it's the other team picking, Kyle, for the most part, should think he's safe. All right, let's move on to the next one. Next person is Nicole Bass. She's coming in as a rookie. She's from X on the Beach, UK. The general consensus is that we don't really know shit about her, so let's go ahead and move on. Rogan O'Connor, he's coming in for a second challenge. He's from X on the Beach, UK. He came in during that initial UK wave. Everybody knows him for getting bounced out in the first episode because he got beaten up by some fucking stairs. What can we expect out of Rogan O'Connor? We all know that he's in shape. We all know that he looks good. Uh, he sells fitness videos on Instagram or some shit. What can we expect from him this season? Well, I know that he got surgery, which is what the problem was. He There was something wrong with his back, so he had to get that fixed. And I remember during another podcast, um, Challenge Mania, he stated that he actually re-ran the Rock of Gibraltar just to make sure that he would not have a problem in the future. So this is, I honestly think that he's coming back stronger. I think he has something to prove, which is going to light a fire under his ass. I think we're going to see good things from him because at the end of the day, if there's someone there who was totally embarrassed, which he was, he was, everybody looked at him as like a piece of garbage at the end of the day, you have something to prove. And I think he's going to prove it. 
I think Rogan is going to get fucked up. I think he's going to come in with a big head. I don't expect him to last very long. I hope he I does. Say, he's pretty handsome. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't really think. I don't really think that we can expect. Actually, you know what? You might be right because that might actually help him out with the with the female side for his team, and that might carry him a little bit longer. But just from what I'm able to see from him from his uh previous appearances on the challenge, if he lasts five episodes, that'd be cool. I expect him to make the Leroy exit. Okay, so up next we got Sean Lineker. He's coming in as a rookie. He's from Shipwrecked, which I believe is the original show that Stephen Bear is from. So apparently Shipwrecked is a show where they take a whole bunch of British people and put them on an island and they do, uh, I'm not really quite sure what the fuck they're doing, but not really much on him. Not really expecting a lot from him. We can go ahead and move on to somebody a lot more interesting, which is going to be Stephen Bear coming in for his second season. And he's from a shitload of show, including Shipwrecked. X on the Beach UK, and Celebrity Big Brother. He definitely came in with a splash. He pissed off a lot of people. He made a lot of enemies, and he made it, he made it a, a, a decent length before getting bounced out in the full elimination with Kyle. Stephen Bear is probably going to be one of the head UK guys coming in. What does he have to do this season to be successful? <laughs> Veto. He's got to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't think he was that bad of a competitor, honestly, but it was like his attitude and the big mouth and, you know, all the drama. And so I feel like he's got to lay low a little bit and he might be okay. He needs to check his ego at the door. He needs to shut up and let other people fight. The insistence of always wanting to be involved in the drama or be the head of the drama, which I know gets in people's heads and gets under people's skin, but also gets to the point where he gets thrown in quickly. And I think that he needs to, as Veto said, lie under the radar and shut his big mouth. I think he gets himself involved, though, because they say he's like the Johnny Bananas of the UK. He knows how to find the camera. Yeah, so I think that's why he's over the top, like, inserting himself in everything, because he is basically like a camera whore. He knows how to work the camera. But I do think that he was over the top, like, drama-wise. Like, yeah, he could be in the shots, but he doesn't need to fight with everybody. Absolutely. Johnny's all about positioning. Anytime there's a fight, he's always right in front of a camera, even though he's not always directly involved. For Stephen Bear to do well this season, he's going to need to shut the fuck up, make nice with his uh, Team UK partners, specifically Georgia, and he needs to not get caught <gasps> in 15 years. Yeah. Or his cousin. <laughs> not the cousin. Not again. So up next, we got Theo Campbell. He's coming in for his second season. We all seen him last year on War of the Worlds. He came in second place getting $150,000. He is a Olympic caliber athlete. He does great interviews, great commentary. Um, I mean, he came in second place last season. You got to think that the, that the goal this season is winning the whole thing. I'm excited to see Theo again. I think that he played, honestly, the perfect game that he could play for a rookie last season so hopefully he'll continue that this season he'll take it to the end again okay so with theo i think he he's gonna bring the heat i he's always been an amazing athlete he always knew where he needed to be and how he needed to go about doing things to win so i think he's gonna do great i honestly think also he's he's always good with the drama too knowing where to be for camera purposes but I think he's. I think he knows the ways of the challenge now. I think he knows what he needs to do to win. I think they were on an understanding that they were like a showmance, though. That's true. They never really continued afterwards. They just became kind of friends. 
I mean, even Bear in Georgia didn't really become a situation because they were just more of a friend situation after the show and even during this show. I think the Theo, Cam, Leroy love triangle is going to come, come into play. And God, I hope that it does. Because we all know Leroy is going to be the best at And let's see if he feels threatened by Theo. Actually coming in second, <laughs> winning more money than, than Leroy's ever done. And broad while he wasn't looking. So this should be very, very interesting. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Cam is a grown woman who can make her own decisions. And we support that. Okay, so up next is Tula, Big T, Faza Curly. I don't know if I said that right, but I think I did. She's coming in as a rookie. This is her first challenge. Coming in from the UK show, Shipwreck. The one where they're on the island, and apparently they do something. <laughs> don't really know much about her. and <laughs> There's not a lot of information out there. So let's go ahead and move on to the last one. Zahida Allen. Coming in for her second year from X on the Beach, UK. She teamed up with Zach last season for War of the Worlds. They did pretty okay before getting bounced the fuck up out of there by Wes and D. How are we expecting Zahida to finish out this year? I liked what I saw of her last season. I thought she was pretty nice. And, um, you know, even when they were getting all that drama with Zach and um, she handled herself pretty well. So hopefully we'll get to see her more as an individual this season and see how she can do individually. I agree. I think that she definitely is a competitor and she has a lot of heart. I think that she's going to, now that she knows the ropes, she's really going to come into it stronger. And I think she's going to do great. So. That does it person by person for Team U.S. versus U.K. But we're still missing four people, and these four people are going to be the reinforcements. So apparently how this works, whoever wins a certain challenge gets to get their pick of reinforcements. Now, I don't know if this is going to go by episode by episode or if it's going to be situational or if it's going to be stretched out over the course of the season. I'm very excited to see exactly how they pull it off because they have fucked up the mercenary thing on multiple seasons. So the reinforcements are going to be Ninja Natalie, D. Nguyen, C.T., and Turbo. So C.T. and Ninja are both American. D. is Australian, but she was on Jordy Shore, and Turbo is from Turkey. I mean, to have as alternates or reinforcements, I mean, Jesus Christ, you really pick uh, a really great group. You got two champions, and, and, uh, and Ninja also made a final. Uh, what do you guys make of the reinforcements? Let's go through them one by one. Let's, talk, let's start with Ninja Natalie. She's coming in for a second challenge. We've seen her last year on War of the Worlds where she made a final, being the only female to finish, beating out Carver Maria in a math puzzle. She made it pretty far last season. What does she got to do this year to close the deal? I think Ninja has all the qualities of someone who can win these, you know, overall because she's got intelligence, she's got strength. She needs to work on her stamina. I think that's where she lacks, you know, she's not really good at long distance running and, you know, you can't, you know, pull up on everything. So I'm really hoping to see that she worked on her stamina to make sure she makes it to the end. You know, I think she actually could win it all. She has the qualities. She has the politics game. She has the athletic ability. I think just, again, like a couple other people, she fell short last season. She made it all the way to the final, but she didn't win. And uh, that's pretty good for a rookie season. So as long as she keeps the same politics and I highly doubt that her athletic ability has decreased, she should be fine. I'm inclined to agree. Ninja Deadly has all of the skills necessary to win one of these things. She did great last season. I think she could use a little bit more when it comes to politicking. 
I think now that she knows the game a little bit better, know the um, knows how to work the house a little bit better. Uh, her her and Turbo apparently already made amends and they're back to being good. Even though I'm not sure where she stands with um uh, with the likes of Kara, anything less would be disappointing. But on to the next one, D Nguyen. She's also coming in for a second season. She's from Jordy Shore. We seen her made it really far last season and got bounced out right before making the final, overcoming her fear of heights. Where what are we expecting from D? I think D is going to come in stronger. I think that a lot of these things that she did helped her overcome a lot of her fears. So going into it, I think she's really going to be able to go more for more full force and have less fears, especially of the swimming since she has definitely probably worked on that. And obviously fear of heights is kind of hard to get over, but knowing her, she's probably going to power through all of that. I think that now that she got her feet wet, she should be okay. I don't think she'll have very many reservations this season because she's hopefully practiced her swimming some more and then she's gotten a good feel for what it's like to be on heights. So I think she'll be okay. She just has to make sure, you know, she already had that first rookie experience. So I think she'll be okay now. I think you guys are giving her too much credit. She was scared for half of the things that she did and she was teamed up with Wes, who carried her the whole way. Dee is going to be a whole flop. If she makes it past two, three episodes, I'll be thoroughly impressed. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect to see much out of D this year. Let's go ahead and move on. CT, he's coming in for his 16th season. He already got two wins under his belt. I mean, what can be said of CT? He is a beast. He's a monster. He took the six-time challenge champ and put him on like a backpack getting ready for the first day of school. Not to be fucked with, there's one rule in the challenge. Just like Johnny Banana said, all his fan love one challenges, CT lets you know, never say his name. Now, even though his elimination record has been suspect over the past couple of years, what are we expecting from CT to finally get this done? He's only getting older. He's only getting slower. He has moved into this elder statesman role, uh, giving the younger people advice and trying to keep them out of trouble. But he still needs to win one of these things. What does he have to do to win it all? I think he just needs to get back into prime CT shape. I think as much as he's still able to do things at his given size, dad bod size, I guess the way of saying it, he was always better when he was fitter. So I think he just needs to go back to not necessarily the crazy angry CT, but the actual fit, athletic, handle anything CT. Carry bananas on his back CT. Better? I think that he could do well this season just because he's not distinctly attached to a partner. Um, he was with Veronica and they didn't do too well. And then he was with, um, Liz, Julia. Okay. I knew I was going to pick the wrong one, but yeah. So then he was with Julia <laughs> and he didn't very excel well with that either. So I think that with, I don't know how these reinforcements are going to work, but if he's put on a team, I think he'll do well because he's not tack- uh, attached to just one person, but he also was never on a power position because he couldn't win a daily challenge. Listen, now I love CT. When it comes to the challenge, Johnny may be the face, but CT is the fucking soul. Sometimes he, sometimes he comes in a little out of shape. Sometimes he comes in and he seems less motivated. He's also been paired with shitty partners who just couldn't keep up with him. Also, his political game is fucking atrocious. He doesn't make deals. And all reality, you got to think that that's hurt him in the past. Imagine if he made a deal with Wes early on. He may, he may have not found himself in a position to get thrown in so early. Because as great as CT is, he does have a very suspect elimination record. In reality, I think we're going to see the same old CT that we always see. Mid, high mid-tier. 
10 episodes and he's out. So up next, we got Turbo, two-time Survivor Turkey champion, almost won a third one before injury, the current reigning champion of the challenge, winning War of the Worlds last season. He already won the whole thing. This guy is a beast, a physical specimen. And on top of that, he's also incredibly kind and thoughtful. And actually, one of the nice guys won. And it's about fucking time. And he won as a rookie. Beaten, and, and he outlasted the Zacks, the CTs, the Bananas, uh, the, the Ashley Canes, Cal Christie's, Pauli Califiori's. He beat them all. And he did it fairly. He did it without backstabbing. He did it without unnecessary drama. He even shot Hunter's ass up. So, what is it going to take for Turbo to win it all again this season and be a back-to-back champ? He's got to make alliances. Got to continue to be kind-hearted to people. And just to hopefully get some power positions again. Well, I think my future baby daddy is doing everything right. Yes, he is still my future baby daddy, and I don't care what anybody says. But... Especially him. Especially him. <laughs> he doesn't need to know. He just needs to understand that it's going to happen. But anyway. Okay, we're going to have to have a conversation about consent, but go <laughs> off, young sis. <laughs> he doesn't have to know. He just has to agree. That's all that it is. Uh, but um, at the end of the day, I think he encompasses everything that the challenge needs and the challenge wants. He's a great competitor. He has great political game. He's he's just overall still kind. He doesn't have to be an asshole to get what he needs to get done. So I think that Turbo is going to come in and do what he always does and how he always wins. There's a reason why he's won practically everything he's been in. So I give it all the props. He's going to have it. Yeah, I think the only thing that Turbo really has to do is work on his political game a little bit. He already aligned himself somewhat last season with Paulie. That's going to be a good look. But he's going to need somebody else to help take him the whole way. So most likely a Zach or maybe a Jordan. I mean, if he teamed up with Jordan, that would be a great look for him. I'm sure those two is going to get along greatly because Jordan is such an amazing guy. I'm pretty sure those two are probably going to be making out by season, by, by episode seven. <laughs> Why do you think CT and Natalie are um, reinforcements and not on team? That's a good question. Because I personally think that D and Turbo are on reinforcements just because they're not technically UK. They are international, but not UK. So they don't don't fit in the US or UK team. So they have to be reinforcements just because they're, they were pretty big personalities. They wanted to keep them probably. Exactly. You always want to bring back the Yeah, but I'm wondering why like CT and especially Ninja, like if they wanted to pick a female, like you would think they'd pick Kara or Cam or Tori, like somebody that's actually like a big heavy hitter. But instead they chose Natalie. I'm just wondering why you guys think that. You know, Ninja Natalie did excellent last season. If anything, she should have been directly on the cast. But there's a lot of other people you could have put as a reinforcement. Faith could have been a good reinforcement. What? Shut up. Tori. I mean, are are the reinforcements designed to be heavy hitters? I I mean, that's what it appears to be. I don't know. We don't really know. So, you know, that kind of throws the whole thing out of the window. She's not a heavy hitter at all. I mean... She was a decent competitor, but I can't say a higher than anything than strictly mid-tier, maybe a little bit lower. She was team with Wes. Gotta tell you what, she was team with Zach during that season. <laughs> you know, she wouldn't have gone nearly as far. I mean, I don't know. Because it doesn't make sense that... I mean, honestly, I don't... I get Turbo not being on a team because he's not technically UK. 
but why wouldn't you have him be on the returning team? That would just make sense. But maybe it's kind of like, this is who you'd want to have on your team. So now you guys have to fight to get them on your team, maybe? Nobody's fighting to get D on their team. <laughs> well, I'm more focused I on would, Turbo. But... I, w- I wouldn't be fighting to get D on my Bear Pong team. Like, she's not a heavy What about hitter. Ninja? Ninja, Turbo, those two are definitely heavy hitters. I would enjoy Ninja on my team. I would definitely love to have Ninja over, you know, a Nani or a Faith or even a Josh. And CT is CT. Who doesn't want to pick CT? I wouldn't want to pick CT. Is there any running involved? I'm good. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, like, I I would love to have CT on my team if there's no cardio involved. That's about it. Or any weight-based challenge. Wow. So the new season of the challenge premieres August 28th at 9 o'clock. Make sure you guys stick with us, Potsters. We are going to be with you the whole entire way. And we are not stopping on free agents. We're going to keep that coming. Also, make sure you visit shop.lovewarchallenges.com to get all of your Love War challenges and challenge gear. I would like to give a big shout out to Lyoko. You won't be hearing him on the podcast, but he was with us the whole way, supplying us with info that we didn't have. Welcome to the team, Young Scrap. Also, if you guys have been following us on Twitter, you see that we have a new project coming out. That is going to be the Hitless Podcast. We're still working out all of the kinks. It's going to be really exciting. Hopefully, we'll have it up and running by the time the season starts. Just make sure you guys stay tuned. Look out for more information. We're going to have that out for you guys more sooner than later. All right, guys, we're going to get up out of here. Uh, We're going to see you guys next Monday for episode two of Free Agents. Make sure you guys stick with us. Stir the pot. Bananas, close us out. All right. Another great episode, Potsters. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash love war challenges also check out our website lovewarchallenges.com make sure while you listen to us on itunes spotify google play soundcloud stitcher and iHeartRadio, make sure you give us those five stars give us a great review and most importantly make sure you subscribe have a great day pastors peace